Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan. Episode 77. What is up? What is up? If you have been here before and you're back, thank you for coming back. I love you. If you've never been here before, welcome to the party. We are always talking about some cool shit when it comes to social media and beyond. I have to first point out the jamming new music for the show. Uh, how good is that, right? My nine-year-old helped me create that, by the way. My nine-year-old son, Rowdy, in fact, he did most of the work. I like just chose one little added sound. I barely did anything. He created that himself, and he's so proud. It was a cool little project that he and I did together. And um, he's just a smarty pants when it comes to these things. I mean, kids with technology these days is like pretty impressive, right? I mean, I sound so old when I say that. Oh, my God. Kids with technology these days. (laughs) Holy shit. But you know what I'm saying? They know how to do a lot of cool stuff. And Rowdy especially absolutely loves it. Like he's always like the kid at school helping um, the teacher when they're hooking up audio video equipment. Like he's totally, totally into it. In fact, I'm always telling him like, you know, DJ or music producer, all these things are totally valid career options in this household, all right? You're not going to be told you have to be a doctor or a lawyer, not here, no sir. You just do whatever your little creative heart desires as long as you're like, you know, being nice to people and it's not too dangerous. But anyway, I want to give a shout out to my son, Rowdy, because he did a great job with the new music. Um, Got a good show for you today. My buddy, Terry Schilling, is the guest. He is a very talented, smart, cool, awesome copywriter out of Chicago, Illinois. And he's been on the show before, way back on episode 10. He is back. And he's... um, He's he's sharing lots of good stuff. In fact, there was so much good stuff that I split this into two parts. So this is part one with Terry today, and we talk a lot about repurposing content on social media. So he's a copywriter, and he's you know, and copy is a form of content, right? You know, you got to have words, and so he's always exploring ways to repurpose content and and uh, use things here and there and on different platforms and all that jazz. So we talk a lot about that. We talk. We even talked a little bit about Peloton. We even talked a little bit about stocks for like just a hot sec. I'm not sure how we got there, but (laughs) anyway, we had a really fun conversation. So that's coming up in just a few minutes. I wanted to just take like five or so minutes to have just a little chat with you because it's something that is on my mind a lot, right? I, you know, I'm in the world of social media, obviously. I'm all up in there all the time. Um, And I'm always seeing all these, you know, experts like me, different people that are giving advice, right? I mean, it's coming at you from left and right and everywhere and everybody's telling you what they think works and all these things. And I know that that's really overwhelming. I mean, what the hell? Who the hell are you supposed to believe? What is even happening? Um, Do hashtags work? I mean, like all of these mysterious things, right? (laughs) And I wanted to just be real with you. If you... Okay. If you're looking for answers and you're seeing all these tips, and I don't mean like how to, like a how to is fine, right? How to create an Instagram reel, how to, uh, you know, create a TikTok video. Obviously that's great. But whenever it's, it's more of a 
what they think works. Like you need to use this many hashtags or you need to um, make sure your Instagram grid looks this way or you should post at 2 p.m. or you know what I mean? Like super, super specific stuff. Um, None of that matters as much as creating and sharing really great content on a regular basis when you want to grow your brand and your business organically through content creation. The end. Like if if that's how you want to, if that's your goal, and if, because if you're listening to this show, that's probably your goal because you know that's my thing. I love social media content creation. I'm all about creating cool videos, um, getting great photos out there, really good stuff to get people's attention and to um, entertain, educate, inspire your audience, right? Love all of that stuff. And I want you to be able to do all of that stuff. And I also do things organically, right? I'm not a Facebook ad specialist. I'm all about the organic um, reach and growth. And if you are trying to do that, if you are trying to grow your brand or business organically, 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 no, that's not a word. Organically <laughs> through social media by creating and sharing content. Bottom line, you just need to create and share good stuff on a regular basis and don't give up. Like, if that's your goal, that's what you need to do. Look, should you add some hashtags? Uh, sure, of course. Um, maybe sometimes a day might be better to post than others because your people happen to be online more in the evening or something like that. Well, sure, fine. That's something you can find out with trial and error. Um, and, you know, do, does something look better when you do it this way or that way or when you wear this color? Or what? Sure, maybe so. But all of that, those are like accessories, right? Those are add-ons. That's extra stuff. But the 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 meat, the 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 really important stuff is the fact that you're sharing good stuff that your audience likes that feels good to you on a regular basis, many times a week. Bottom line. So I I could go on and on about this, and I, I'm not going to because I really want to get to my talk with Terry. But I just wanted to remind you what really matters, especially right now with video being such a huge deal with these short videos and TikTok and Reels and all this stuff. That's what really matters is that you're creating really good stuff all the time. You're always sharing stuff many times a week, and you don't give up. Okay, so just just keep that in mind whenever you are starting to nitpick yourself and think that you should use all these hashtags and post a certain time of day and you should wear a certain thing or use a certain filter or whatever. Just remember it's all about creating and sharing really good stuff and keep going. Okay. All right. That's it. That's my pep talk for you today. I'm going to let you go because I really want to dive into this chat with my buddy Terry Schilling coming up next. Today's guest is a copywriter that will help you turn scrollers into customers. He helps turn the ideas in your head into copy that connects with your audience over and over. He has worked with top brands like Airbnb, Joybird, and Volkswagen, to name a few. He lives in Chicago, and a fun fact, he used to be a sports reporter, and he was one of my first guests on the show way back on episode 10. Welcome back to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Terry Schilling. Yeah, hey, Brittany. Thank you so much for that intro. Wow, episode 10. I remember we recorded that, I think, in January of 2020, right before everything was going <laughs> going to go, go Right down before more. shit officially hit the fan. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and now I don't know what episode number right now is we're recording with this, but we're 70-something, so Dude, I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. I love that, it's, man. It's so cool to see uh, how much this has grown for you, and I know you've posted like top marketing podcasts um so yeah kudos to you and all the consistency and hard work you're doing here 
Thank you so much. Well, that's what it takes, folks. Some good old hard work. Uh, hard <laughs> work and consistency. That's really what it well, is. Yeah. yeah, no, that's for sure. No, I haven't missed a Monday. I can, I'm going to keep bragging about that. That's what oh, they, yeah. they come out until I can't brag about it anymore. So we'll just keep um, shouting that from the rooftops. But oh, thank man. you. You need so to, uh, yeah, of course. You need to make like uh, social uh, sunshine merchandise to have a shirt that says never miss a Monday. <laughs> I dig that. That's amazing. Oh man, I, look at you. See, yeah. already already <laughs> dropping the copywriting like fire yeah. for the us. Marketing branding brain is done on Monday today <laughs> for me. Okay, I'll I'll put that on my to-do list for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm glad that you're here again. I'm yeah, always glad to do to stuff here. with you. Um I love uh, hanging out with you and um and I'm so glad that we are social media buddies and yeah. I know you've got lots of good stuff to share, um, but for anybody that didn't uh, hear episode 10, or it's just been a long time, can you just reintroduce yourself? Just give us a brief overview of how you got into doing what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, been a copywriter officially since 2013. And before that, I know you mentioned the fun fact of me being a sports reporter. So that's what I went to school for. Um, I do have a couple videos, you know, floating around in there, like some sports reels and news anchor reels. Oh, I'm going to start digging. <laughs> yeah, I could just send them to you. It's all good. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Okay, that'll be faster. Just yeah, send yeah, exactly. But you can see, uh, you know, the young pup Terry used to be back, uh, back 10 plus years ago already now, which is crazy. I think it was around that time. I don't know. But yeah, tried to chase that dream, you know, and but after I graduated, it was just really hard finding a well-paying job. And I just wasn't really fully committed to taking that leap to live in a small town and make very little money, to be honest. Um, and I just started to, you know, well, I lived back in Chicago then after going to school and just started doing some freelance reporting and then got into some event marketing and then ended up eventually ended up getting a job at an agency as a junior copywriter. Um, so that was almost there for four years. And then I eventually took the leap of, you know, starting my own business in 2018. Uh, so I'm coming up on my three-year anniversary of that, which is pretty cool. And I've been doing that ever since. And just like from that aspect of getting into copywriting, you know, I had my journalism writing background, always loved telling stories, but then I just got into, you know, just the marketing aspect of it and really like the marketing psychology, the neuromarketing, read a ton of books and articles um, and just trying to like see like what motivates people to buy and how I can change up different headlines and learning about the user experience when people are, you know, reading copy because copywriting is such an important element of marketing. And whether you call yourself a copywriter or not, like if you're a business owner and you're selling something online, part of your arsenal right now is copywriting. So a big thing for me is just teaching people some methods and making it a little bit simpler to, you know, write effective copy for their business and giving them, you know, confidence it as well right yeah you're right like we're all out here kind of like having a little copywriting moment um uh here yeah. and there in our in our marketing and it's actually really fascinating if i can just nerd out on it just for a second totally. i'm sure you feel like the same way thinking about how words really do influence people so much and mm -hmm. the right wording can actually make somebody spend money it's it, it really blows my mind. And once you start digging into it, like I've learned a lot from you and then just having to kind of figure some things out as a business owner, it's amazing how the right wording can just change. Them. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Just how we can get people to continue reading. Like you may have this great offer and this great story to tell, but if you can't grab their attention right away, right? Like leave them curious to keep reading. It's going to be hard. Like we've talked about that with email subject lines a little bit. Um, but even just like example, like throwing the word free in your email subject line or, or in like your headline of your social media caption, like that first line, like it can mean the difference. Like if you're giving away something free, let hint at that it's going to be free and what it can help them achieve. Like I just remember reading this study where they did something between speaking just of nerding out, <laughs> like they <laughs> cool. took like they had Hershey's Kisses and they had these chocolate truffles. And so the Hershey's Kisses, uh, they had it for like a cent less than the truffles. But then people saw, though, that the truffles were just much better than the Hershey's Kiss. So the truffles outsold the Hershey's Kiss, even though there was just like a penny difference. But then when you made the Hershey's Kiss free, more people took the Hershey's Kiss because it was free. So like the value of the truffle was kind of lost in the customer's brain. We right. were just more like, oh, free? I'm not going to give you two pennies for a truffle. Let me just take the Hershey's Kiss for free. Oh yeah, it's gosh. just like that's just how we think, and right, but it's true. Right. Like I probably would have, I probably would have took the Hershey's Kiss if I was part of that study too. <laughs> so. Well, and also like what I have found interesting, and I'm sure a lot of people out there can relate, is that I, I, I would call myself, in just in as general term, a writer. I've done a lot of mm. writing over the years. I love to write. I can write a good story. I can, you know, all these things, but. There's a difference. It's a little bit of a different skill to write, like what you're saying, like an email subject line, um, the the hook, the first beginning part of your social media caption yeah. or whatever it is, like in a marketing, um, like from a marketing perspective, it's totally different, you know, and yeah. it's, a, it's a different, like you have to shift. And I noticed that over time. So at first I was like, I'm a writer, I can handle this, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, but, I, but you know, you have to learn over time what helps. And, and it, you guys, I have to share the other day, Terry, um, we get each other's emails in, um, like on each other's email list. And he responded to one of mine and told me I did a good job on my, <laughs> on my email subject line. And I was like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's such a proud moment when a copywriter is like, good job, Brittany. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. How did that perform? for you overall you know now I don't put you on the spot now <laughs> yeah, yeah put me on the spot I don't remember the exact numbers but um I do feel like it performed well if I if my memory serves and yeah. you're right like the word he talks about um y'all he talks about using the word this like this is what it took to level up or you know whatever you're talking right. about it's such right. a powerful word but anyway so thank you so much for the compliment because that was oh, encouraging to know like okay I'm on the right track but um so yeah. let's let's like just chat like okay you guys we terry and i just disclaimer we don't have some sort of fancy structure to this conversation because we trust each <laughs> other and i was like look dude just come on the show we'll talk about some interesting things and everybody will learn but i do you did yeah. mention repurposing content which i think is a yeah. smart thing to talk about so i would love to dive into that with you because i know you've you've done this yourself i know i've done it myself like speak to that yeah. and like what that even means just in case someone isn't quite familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So with repurposing content, let's say you wrote a blog post or you did a live video. Um, you can take that live video that you did like in your private Facebook group or on Instagram live. Um, you can cut that up and just make short videos and post them back on Twitter, post it on LinkedIn, you know, add captions using a software like headliner or something like that. Um, and then you can, just repurpose that content and you can draw people back to that original video. And if you have a blog post, you know, you can create infographics, 
Um, you can take some lines from that and make tweets. Um, you can have just some LinkedIn short post about that as well. And then if you want to read the full article, the link is in the comments or read the link here. And you can just bring more traffic back to the original source as well. So yeah. it's really just taking one piece of content and just really sprinkling it across the internet uh, to bring more awareness and attention you know, to right. your brand. Right. And I bet you a lot of you out there have, like a lot of people probably have more like more stuff to use basically than, than they may realize. I mean, even I will do that. Yeah. And it's part of my job is to create content and I'll even be like, Oh crap. I totally disregarded the fact that I had mm -hmm. this email I sent to my email list and it's full of good stuff. And like you said, you could take part of it and you could use it here or use it there. Um, yeah. and I'll even kind of forget and it will slip my mind. So I think it's, I think everybody basically has more to work with than what they realize probably, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you mentioned that it happens to you too. Like I go through it so much, like I'm like really in the process of repurposing it more now as well, because when, you know, I started and I feel like when you and I first connected, Brittany, like we were making videos online and then I ended up doing a podcast with a friend of mine, still do that one called the copy corner. Um, I do my live videos in my Facebook group. Um, you know, I do interviews like with you, like I could ask for a clip of this and like put it back on my channels, you know, okay. as well. And it's just like figuring out how to, I have so much content, right? It's like, why don't I take like a good sound bite and just make it like schedule tweets. So it's like my week of tweets it could be, you know, handled. Right. right. And I like, cause I get so caught up on creating fresh original ideas that sometimes it just takes a lot of energy. And sometimes like my client work may get uh, behind um, and I lose focus on some of the other things that are more, you know, time, time, like time sensitive. Um, yeah. So I think just repurposing content can save you tons of time. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm in the same boat as you because I also do client work. So I, <laughs> but I love, but I, my love is for creating the content and, mm -hmm. and obviously like the videos and stuff. But um, so it's hard. You have to be disciplined. You have to be like, okay, <laughs> you have yeah. to actually like do your job, but still be present on social media. You mentioned Twitter. Okay. This is like kind of, kind of taking a turn, sure. but do you yeah. use Twitter regularly? I do. Yeah. What's up? Okay. <laughs> Tell me your feelings <laughs> on that. There's, Hit me. What do you got? Like, well, Twitter. Okay. So, I mean, I've had a Twitter since like you could have a Twitter back way, <laughs> however many years ago. And yeah. I make sure and I'll update my photos and I, whatever, but I've got to admit, even in the profession that I'm in, I really am not very active on Twitter, but I, okay. I like the idea of it. So like, do you have any suggestions? Cause I feel like it's also good. Like if you have, cause you're writing stuff, it's copy, you're, you could come up with something witty, I guess, but it also could be educational, right? Like, yeah. what, do you, what do you think? Like if somebody like it's me, that's not really using it, what do yeah. you do? Do you have to post yeah. many times a day? <laughs> um, that's a good question. I think it's really just kind of up to you. I think what's great about Twitter is just, it's kind of a lot of it's just like off the cuff and like, like yeah. just like when it comes to mind, you know, and just like right. tweeting it out there. And like, I think it's just easier to have like real time conversations with people as well. Right. Um, like there's like a hashtag marketing Twitter and it's kind of evolving and, you know, really big. Some people are kind of like, eh, it's a little corny, but there's a lot of people involved in it. I'm not in that camp. I really like it. Um, but there's just people of all different fields in marketing. And I think it's just, you know, a really, you know, just a really engaging community, like people supporting one another and like lifting people up and like showing off people's work. Like, wow. There's a lot of just like people like, oh, look what I accomplished today. But there's a lot of support in that. It doesn't come off 
you know, where you're just bragging about yourself, yeah. right? I, I, you know, it just seems like you really have some like genuine online friends there. Um, right. But I think like you would do great, especially with your videos, you know, your Peloton and your treadmill dancing videos, right? I think a lot of people would engage with that stuff. I mean, I never Peloton, even thought you just, about putting surprise. your videos on there. Yeah, there's tons oh. of people who, you know, flow with Peloton on there. Like a lot of cool people I follow are just like, hey, we're riding or we're doing, you know, we're doing this today. Like, I think, I mean, with your content, I think, I think you could really. Well, those Peloton people there. are everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. I love you guys. Y'all are everywhere. It's hilarious. Yeah, I was just in a really room. Are. I was in a room on Clubhouse last night. That was not like a planned thing for me. I was, it was a friend of mine that had a room about running and I'm a runner. And so I decided to show up and be supportive. And they were all talking about running. And one guy's like, oh, hey, I know you from Peloton. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Peloton yeah. people are everywhere. Um, yeah, I actually just saw there was this um, profit uh, brand relevance index that came out uh, from the from the company profit and uh, Peloton was the number two uh, most relevant brand for 2020 and even going into this year, like Apple's number one for like the sixth year in a row, and then Peloton rised up number two. <laughs> It does not surprise me. It does not surprise me. It's so crazy because like after that whole, like, uh, I'm sure you saw it, right? The Ryan Reynolds commercial, the aviation gin, where they made fun of the girl. Do you, have you seen that? They made fun of the girl in that commercial. The yeah. Commercial. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, it wasn't like, it was kind of a bird of Peloton. And like, so like people <laughs> were just laughing at Peloton's, you know, expense, but I mean, shit didn't phase them at all. They grew like crazy during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah, and now the treadmill I, I, just got released. So yeah, it's I bought Peloton stock uh, a while back. So Dude, congratulations yeah. to Good me. for you. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Good I bought it. You. I bought it almost a year ago, and we we were um we were actually you know actually speaking of a year ago, it's now been about a year since um things went went wild in 2020, and yeah. we were on spring break with the kiddos, and nothing like official had gone down, like no school closings. It was all like kind of yeah. a mysterious virus thing, and um, and for some reason, I don't know why, we're out at this dude ranch in Texas in this tiny town with our kids and friends, and I'm like, I'm gonna buy some Peloton stock. <laughs> I didn't, I felt like I had just tons of money at the, to work with because it was a spur of the moment decision. I, it wasn't planned and I did. And then months later I was like, that was good. That was a good yeah. idea. Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like quick sidebar, anybody kind of getting into investing and you're on something like public Weeble, <clears throat> uh, Robin hood, or if you use something bigger, I just like, I'm just a big believer in like invest in stuff that, you know, yeah. like you don't have to go crazy. I mean, like talk to your financial advisor, of course, but, um, but just like, I'm with you. Like I've like invested just in other brands that I just feel have a good following, a good product, right. a good message. And I just see them continuing to grow because they like, they're innovative and they'll continue to adapt. Right. I think the Peloton aspect <clears throat> of it. I mean, you could get stores in the future, like for them and just like workout studios that could just be a big part of their brand once like totally. the pandemic's over. So a lot of potential there. Oh yeah, it could go everywhere. But yeah, okay. Yeah. So now that we've had a financial discussion, yeah. um, we, yeah, can get, exactly. we, can, we can get back to marketing. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So Twitter, so you feel like, <clears throat> okay. So you did, you mentioned that you do feel like the videos would do good, but um, but I like the idea. This is such a trend, right? For people to, and, you, and I've done it before, but I don't use Twitter real often, but basically to tweet something so that you can have the screenshot of the tweet to then share <laughs> it on Instagram, it on Instagram yeah. 
Now, it sounds silly, but mm -hmm. it seems to be quite effective, right? It, yeah, I, I've done it. I've done it, I think, once or twice, maybe a little yeah. bit more than that on my Instagram feed. And I think it's just, to me, it's just cool. Like, you don't have to go overboard because then it will be like, this guy is just clearly just tweeting to do this. <laughs> like, if you have a good thought and like the tweet kind of goes off and a lot of people are engaging, it's like, why not bring that to this Instagram channel? Like, up the ante a little bit, make it a little bit more vibrant. Um, so where that can catch people's attention, right. right? And then, you know, just see what people engage there too. Right, right. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's, I think it's cool. It, like when you explain, like when I was saying it out loud just now, it kind of sounded silly to tweet mm -hmm. so you get the screenshot, but it, it's, it, it works. I think it's cool. Um, yeah. Okay, so Twitter, I got to put that on my to-do list as well. Yeah, um. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like in this, in this, speaking of like repurposing content, like you can take a blog post and take like your biggest elements. Like if you made a blog post of like, top five, you know, social media tools, right? right? And like why they work. You can create like a Twitter thread on that. And, you know, and it also just helps with your copywriting skills of just writing concisely of just having only 240 some characters, you know, to write something, right? right? So it just, it can help you with how you, you know, condense your copy in your writing skills too. Yeah. But it's just like a good way to bring attention to, you know, your, you know, really the value that you bring and your knowledge right. as well. Right. You know what? Something just popped in my mind, actually, just because I love, um, I love talking about <clears throat> branding when it, especially when it's a personal brand and like keeping mm -hmm. the, the, the focus and the clarity of, of the topics within the brand. Right. So it's not a confusing brand and it's very clear and actually repurposing content can actually help someone be more disciplined about that. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if you have stuff that you've already been talking about, especially if it did pretty well, or you felt good about it, you know, and it does fit in your brand really well and it goes with your vibe, then yeah. using it and repurposing it and then continuing to put that out there just creates more focus and clarity, really, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You can you can add to it too, like after you repurpose it. Um, but I think it's just good because if you have a website, you can just bring traffic to your site by having a blog, um, by like taking like a YouTube or like using a transcript from your podcast and making like a blog post about it. Um, let's say you have a really good conversation and you can turn it into a lead magnet. You can create like a, you know, a downloadable like ebook or PDF yeah. and create a lead magnet on your site from it. Yeah. Like, because like you and I, we do a lot of live stuff. We do this podcast and sometimes like a lot of like great ideas and like great insight just kind of flow out, <laughs> right? And so it's just like, why not like turn that into more, right? If people are resonating with it, not everybody will listen to the podcast or see it live and go back to it, even though they like to, of course, but right. you know, it's, I think it's just a, there's just a lot of opportunities out there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's funny, we're talking about this. And then before we start recording, you were, you were talking about reels and TikTok and stuff because I actually, yeah. I actually, let's see. So the, the day we're recording right now, the episode that came out today of the show, um, I was listening to, I usually will listen to like most of the new episode if I can, like while I'm getting ready for the day or something. Yeah, yeah. And I was listening to it and I answered a question about whatever. But anyway, basically I said, if you, oh, if you need ideas for, it was, it was Instagram reels, but it could be, in, you know, TikTok. And yeah. I was like, just use content that like, say you shared something on Instagram six months ago that was whatever your top tips for this or how to do that or whatever you shared, just turn yeah. that into a reel. And I was saying like, it's okay that you already talked about it, but it's never been a reel before. So yeah. a lot of people are like, 
uh, when you t- like with just content in general, but especially with reels lately, cause it's so popular. People are saying, yeah. I don't even know what to post. And I'm like, well, just go back to your regular post. What did you post like a few months ago? Yeah. You know, and use that. Yeah, exactly. Also you can just take that idea and then just create like a blog post or lead magnet of it. Right. Like, or even like a mini course for free. But like, even if you give it away for free, like you're building up an email list, you're building trust. Like there's a strategy involved to it as well. You know, and then when people are maybe ready to buy something from you, like they'll already trust you, they'll like you, they'll easily get to know you, especially you, Brittany, because you, you know, you're not all business on your website. You showcase a lot of personality and you have your, you know, people get an inside look into your life from your reels and right. your TikTok video. So there's that element too. Right, um, <clears throat> right. And there's a couple of tools too that like make this easier for you. So like, as we're talking about this and you're just like, well, I don't really have the time to go from A to B all the time and create all this content. Um, like there's a tool called the script that's just getting building in popularity right now where you can take like a podcast episode or recording of a video um, and they can cut out snippets of it. You get transcriptions for it. So you can easily then like take the transcription and then repurpose that into a blog post. Um, you can create like audiograms of, yeah. as well on it. What's um, it called? D- Descript. Oh, okay. So D-E script. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then there's another one that I just discovered called designer.io. So it's design, but then two R's. Okay. So designer.io. And this one, basically you can take like a YouTube video or a podcast and then it transcribes it. And then you can choose a template for it. So you can choose a template to make it an ebook for a lead magnet. You can make a blog post on WordPress, Wix, Squarespace. It has a lot of, um, you know, it has a lot of different tools that it kind of um, combines with where you can, you know, cross promote it and repurpose it. Uh, right. So I just think that's, you know, a really cool tool that I'm kind of diving into as well. Okay. Um, okay. Those where are I can just fun. like have like my assistant or myself really just upload something, mess around with the templates. You know, obviously when you first get acclimated to it, it takes a little bit, but I think once you get a flow, it could just be really simple to, you know, start creating and just have all these pieces that you can put out there. Right. Yeah. Speaking of getting help with things, like I, I feel like I, and I have help with certain things, but it's really mostly with my podcast at this point. And, um, and, but I think about all this stuff with content and all the things I've done over the years and all the material there is. And I'm like, like, wouldn't it just be heaven? Like, that's what I'm going to do when I'm able to hire my next assistant. It's going to be like, you, can you like magically make all this? Can you like make some sort of, I'm not a spreadsheet person. So like make something, can we do a spreadsheet? Can we have a chart? Can we organize this? Can you imagine it would be all like categorized and perfect. And then you just be flowing content out like left and right. No problem. But you know, know. that's, I'll add that to the to-do list as well. My to-do list is getting long during this episode. Um, All right, come back next week for part two of my interview with Terry Schilling. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.